Good evening. Tonight's top story, everything is awful. Hello. Hello. We're back. We have so much to talk about this week, so... Um, Emma has to start us off because Emma has a lot of quick mentions that she'd like to get through. Also, have a quick little game. I know it's 11 a.m., but okay. take a shot every time I say yeah or yes because <laughs> I've been informed that I say it a lot. So I had to make a folder because there's so much to talk about and I had to keep track of everything. So we have, we're, we'll see how much we can talk about. There's the Billy and Jesse Rutherford situation. The I can't say I can't say that as a quick mention. I'll come back to it. Uh, <laughs> Philip Schofield... Uh, the Van Gogh painting situation, we can maybe oh my God. that in. The 1975's new album, the alleged nanny text between Olivia and Jason Sudeikis, <laughs> BTS are going to the army, James Corden, restaurant controversy, Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight is out, Arctic Monkeys, the car album is out, the Liz Trust has resigned from being prime minister, and I think that's all we have, as if that's not a lot. But yeah, I think we're going to start with James Corden. James Corden. Yes. And I have the articles up. So apparently during the week, James Corden went to this guy's restaurant. His name is Keith McNally. And what's it called? Bazaar? It's Bal- Balthazar. Balthazar? Yeah, Balthazar. Yeah. He runs this restaurant. James Corden came in. James Corden is known. Okay, can't. I don't want to get sued. James Corden <laughs> is known. Gonna... James... <laughs> Friend of the podcast. Friend of James the podcast, Gordon. James Corden. Um, so yeah, he went to this restaurant, treated the staff very badly. And the owner basically put out manager reports. But it's kind of strange because the owner like made all these comments about James Corden. And then after everyone found out about it, James Corden rang the restaurant owner Mm. and apologized profusely. And now the restaurant guy is just like, yeah, James Corden just called me and apologized profusely. (laughs) Having fucked up myself more than most people, I strongly believe in second chances. Um, no, of course not. But anyone man, I'm nice enough to apologize to a deadbeat layout like me doesn't deserve to be banned from anywhere, especially Balthazar. So come back to the five and dime, Jimmy Corden. Jimmy Corden, all is forgiven. Wasn't that the one where he also was like, "I can, I'll let you come back if I you let me run the Late Late Show for nine months." Yeah, so it's very <laughs> odd. Like even that's what. Yeah, I don't know if he's doing it in a satirical manner. The first manager's report. In June, James Corden was here on Table 61. Although this is diabolical, it happens very occasionally in all restaurants <laughs> and brackets. After eating his main course, Corden showed the hair to Balthazar manager G, who was very apologetic. Corden was extremely nasty to G and said, get us another round of drinks this second and also take care of all our drinks so far. This way I write any nasty reviews in Yelp or anything like that. I don't know, why would he do something like that? Like, as if he can't afford to pay for a meal. He's known <laughs> for being like that, though. And then I found another article, and basically, if you've ever watched Gavin and Stacey, his co-star Rob Brydon had to confront James Corden about his rude behaviour after the Gavin and Stacey success. He's so always... even when Gavin and Stacey became successful, mm-hmm. that's when it started. He's been such a weird character. And Gavin and Stacey is such, like, a nationwide thing. It would not be hit in America. <laughs> nationwide in Ireland. Yeah. Such a nationwide the Christmas thing. Christmas episode's hit, let me tell you. Does he record the Late Late Show? It's in America, isn't it? He yeah. records in it. So he's, it yeah. he's finished now, though. He's, like, doing he's, re- his he's in summer of next year. He's oh, finishing up. Honestly, good riddance. I was reading an article on it. He was like, I only expected to do it for five years. Now, going on eight, I feel like I've done my time. And I was like, okay, James. You have done your time. He doesn't even know the name of it. I was like, oh, no, we're releasing another talk show in America. Yeah. No. So... That's oh, we do. Really, with the James Corden thing, and yeah, he's apologized, but still doesn't rule out that he actually acted like that before. Yeah, like, I mean, it's so, I don't do know how people can expect to get away with that. Like, as if people don't like, this is not me saying I'm gonna go into a restaurant and start heckling 
people on minimum wage. But, like, if I did it, it'd be less likely for me to get backlash for it because people don't know who I am. Should I read out Manager Report 2? What does it say? James Corden was at Balthazar with his wife on October 9th for brunch. He asked for a table outside. Brunch maitre d' Ali Walters took the table, took the party to table 301. Mr. Corden's wife ordered an egg yolk omelette with (laughs) gruyere cheese and salad. A few minutes after they received the food, James called their server and told... Told her there was a little bit of egg white, egg white mixed with the egg yolk. MK informed the floor manager. G, the f- kitchen remade the dish, but unfortunately sent it with fr- home fries instead of salad. That's when James Corden began yelling like crazy to the server. You can't do your job. You can't do your job. Maybe I should go into the kitchen and cook the omelette myself. MK was very apologetic and brought G over to the table. He returned the dish and after that, everything was fine. He gave them promo champagne glasses to smooth things out. G said that Corden was very pleasant to him, but nasty to the server. MK was very shaken, but professional that she has continued to finish her shift. So that's the second report. So weird. And James Corden. I'm not. How many times has this happened in the restaurant? That's the second time this happened. So it hasn't. So, but that's the second time I feel like it's been reported. Yeah. I feel like they're the first time they're probably like, ooh, now it's like happening more and more. He kind of had to speak out for his staff, and now James Corden has apologized. But then James Corden called him, and he's like, and everything is fine. The servers just like aren't trying. I feel like he was scared that he was going to get backlash like the server like the manager was going to get backlash because like you know you can't like like celebrities are untouchable mm-hmm. like I feel like he was afraid that he was going to like the restaurant was going to get taken down mm-hmm. or shit reviews because they like questions James not that the like celebrity not that like people are on James Corden's side ever I mean you saw him in Cats no, no I one did is not. I didn't ever. go to see Cats <laughs> no but like we all know he's in Cats yeah no one's on his side no I, I I remember seeing a tweet ages ago that was like I don't know who James Corden saw get murdered in Hollywood but we need to stop putting him in things yeah. because he's definitely blackmailing Hollywood to put him in stuff because like he's in Peter Rabbit he's in Trolls he's in Cats he was in that prom thing with Meryl Streep where he played an awfully grotesque gay character I saw an article on that yeah I don't know why they keep putting him in things. Like, not even Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or... Not that I want to see them in anything. Late Night Show host are in movies like... I think it's because he's British. Americans love British people. I guess he does have Gavin Stacey, but, like, even then... (laughs) That's on his CV. It's on his CV when he's applying to, like, Peter Rabbit. (laughs) Smithy and Gavin and Stacey. No, but I think it's weird. I mean, like, again, like like we talked about last week, it's not as if it's going to actually, like damage his career he's had eight years in the late late show and he's now retiring from well retiring from i don't know what he's going to do after it i say he's comfortable enough to kind of just Just coast yeah yeah i mean he can coast for the rest of his life yeah do you think we should move on then i feel like we could have like yeah we talked about james corden i think we could have went on tangent but there isn't really much like we already know i mean i can go on a tangent as to how cats is probably the worst produced movie in hollywood but that'll be a long-ass tangent. Like, this isn't anything new. Like, yeah, it's obviously James Corden is something <laughs> James Corden that, being a dickhead is not, not anything new. It's <laughs> shocking. Like, I feel like we're kind of numbed after the whole Netflix. I never really, like, liked him. No. Like, I always kind of, like... I liked him pre-moving to America. I, I've always... I mean, like, I wasn't ever, like, Gavin and Stacey number one fan. Yeah. Um, I knew it existed. And I watched it a couple times. Mm-hmm. But, like, even, like, watching The Late Late Show, I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. Like, I am a... Oh, my God. Why did I forget the name of the show? With... When they're all on the couch. Grim Norton? Yeah, yeah, the Grim Norton show. That's it's one of my heart belongs. Yeah. I love that so show Grim so Norton much. Grim Norton is my favorite host as well. <laughs> so should we move on? Uh, you don't... I don't know if you want to talk about it as much, but 
the Billy and Jesse Rutherford situation. It's just because I don't know too much about it. Yes. Yeah, because so I've I've seen the TikToks about it and I know that it's really weird. There and... honestly isn't much on it. It's basically Billy and Billy Eilish, who is twenty years old, turning twenty one soon, um, was spotted with Jesse Rutherford, who is thirty one. Oof. And they went to dinner and everyone's like, oh, maybe they're just friends. It's fine. Dating rumors, whatever. And then more paparazzi pictures came out and they are obviously... She just seems to have really poor taste in men. I just... It's just fair enough if you're like, oh my God, it's Jesse Rutherford from the neighborhood. I'm 100% mm. going to go out with him. But it's the fact that there's such a generational gap. Like he's had like, his 20s yeah. already. Like they're in... It's the thing is like where I don't think it's huge. Like 10 years. Okay. Like we've seen worse on the yeah, podcast. <laughs> but like... They're in two different stages of their life. That's like me dating someone who is like, like, well, I'm almost 20. Me dating someone who is almost 30. We're in two completely different stages of our lives. Jesse Rutherford, like, ruled 2014 Tumblr and that kind of era. And, and now it's like Billy's era. So it's like, it's strange how but like, I guess it had his time. I guess it kind of takes away. Because like, like I said, if I were to date someone who was just heading 30, two different stages of our lives. But that's like, because we're not both celebrities. So I yeah. feel like celebrities are almost, no matter what stage of their life they're in, they're kind of always in the same stage yeah. of their lives it's weird because like Billy and Jesse they're both musicians they both are very successful and they're both very much in the same stage of their life so like I don't know I don't know how celebrities date I don't know is it different the way we date and I was gonna say he's known people, the thing that's creeping people out is he's known Billy since she was 15 yeah and he was definitely it always what, happens though what, it's just weird then like 25 when he met her so it's I mean, like, strange I, I guess it's um, no, I'm not even going to go onto this. I'm not even going to go off on a tangent on that because it's just weird no matter what way you put it. I feel like, I don't know, if they want to keep doing their own thing, it's almost as if we're it's not gonna be going weird if to they do, stop them. It's going to be weird if they do a club. Have they done a club? No. No, not yet. I don't listen to them both enough to know if they do clubs. I feel like they don't. I don't know. I, th- I talked about this last week, didn't I? Which? About how I um, listen to Billie Eilish even though oh, she's yeah. like cancelled. Yeah. Because I like, separate the art from the artist. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's just odd. And then... People in the comments are like babying Billy, and they're like, "Oh my yeah. god, Billy's so." It's cute. No, it's the Billy stands that freak me out. Yeah, like I'm scared. It's like when people come for like like I'm a huge fan of Nicki Minaj, but when people come for Nicki Minaj, yeah, don't. Uh huh. I'm afraid to even talk about it on the podcast mm-hmm. because this might be cancelled. <laughs> because they will get your IP address, they'll yeah. dox you, they will take you down. Yeah, I'm terrified. They'll make sure you'll never have a career. Let, in your let life. all the Nicki Minaj fans know I am a massive. She is number two on my Spotify. <laughs> Let, th- let that be known. Okay, so, and then, yeah, I was just going to quickly mention this. It's basically Philip Schofield, because we talked about it last week, and we were like, why hasn't anyone been talking about mm. it? And basically, it's supposedly, I'm not trying to get sued by Philip himself, <laughs> it's supposedly because he's paying 30000 a week to news sources to make sure the stories don't come out, which is why we haven't seen any, yeah. like, All you really see is, like, the TikTok, which they obviously can't take down. Yeah, and then, yeah, like, Nothing from the sun, the mirror, and the mirror. I mean, I guess he has that power. He does. Like, he can afford to pay 30,000 a week. Yeah. It's less, I feel like it's less of like the paying and more so he, it's because he's like, they're in the news. Like, they're in the news media in England. Yeah. And like, England's going to be reporting about it because like, I don't think America cares for like Philip Schofield. I don't think they know. Not as much. I I feel like it's more of like a, I don't even think it's like a European thing. I think it's just like an England and Ireland thing that know about the This Morning Show. Like, I, I think I haven't mentioned Alison Hamilton to an American. They wouldn't know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. But Maybe the odd one or something like that who's watched, like, interviews and stuff. But, like, I feel like um they're the only ones. Like, they're very much in with all this, the Sun, the Guardian, all those, just to be able to just not 100%. They're, like, British royalty, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so weird. I'm pretty sure they've met, like, they've met the royals. 
They certainly have. Uh, at some point, I don't know if they have, but at some point they have. They definitely have. I actually have. I found this has like nothing to do with it, but I just thought it was funny because we were talking about the queen queuing. Oh, is this a Depop message? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> I found this Depop message and I just thought it was funny. It was basically someone texting a Depop seller saying, I can see you've been active. How hard is it to just send a message? And the person replied, I have been queuing for 11 and a half hours to see the queen, the queen body. And I ran out of the battery on phone. My service and duty to Queen, <laughs> me, me when Queen plays, uh, is more important than replying to a measly Depop message. And yes, I will be posting tomorrow. Have some courtesy and some respect. Plot twist, they were actually queuing to see Queen. It was actually <laughs> Prince Philip from the dead. It's so weird. Uh, Depop is such a strange place to me because I've always, whenever I go on to like message someone, it is so... Like, I remember the lady who held me hostage? Yeah. I, I ordered a ring off of Depop, and I was like, hey, do you have, like, the reference number or, like, uh-huh. the tracking number or literally any information? She was like, no, X. And I was like, um, I have just paid, like, 15 euro for this ring. I'd like to know if it was at least coming to my doorstep. I have to make sure there's, like, five stars. There's, like, more than, like, five reviews to oh, yeah. buy something. Because you really never know. Because it's so... I don't know. It's It kind of gives me the same... I will never, ever ever order something off of eBay because it gives me the creeps. No. Because I've, I've heard this before about eBay, there's like no protection on it. I got my Call Me By Your Name vinyl from there and that was it. Like, I just... The and how did it go? Like, did it just order to your Absolutely house? fabulous, yeah. Ordered and it was like protected. It was like... Did you message the person? I have no idea. How, I think I just bought it. Like, yeah, that, that's gonna because sometimes on Depop I'll just buy things without really messaging message the them. person. But then some people are like, please message me. I'm like, why? Yeah, no, I just kind of grabbed it and paid mm. for it and that was it really but yeah should we move on I feel like this will be the main topic of discussion just because there's so much background info yeah. on basically the uh, Jason oh no wait can we mention BTS going to war first <laughs> what is there to mention guys BTS, BTS are going to are war going to war guys who's <laughs> coming with <laughs> yeah so basically I don't have any articles on this um, I forgot I was reading the Vogue in. magazine on it the Vogue article yeah. on it and I cannot pronounce the second name so what Jacob Jason? As in one of the guys. No, 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 not BTS. Um, Your man's ex-husband. Jason Sudeikis? Yeah, I can't pronounce his second name. Oh, I thought we were still talking about BTS. What is there to talk about? It's just the fact that basically BTS are going to war. Uh, The oldest guy who's like 29, you're allowed to put off service if you're like a musician or if you're in the industry or something Mm -hmm. like that. But he's basically put it off long enough, so he's going in. And I think all the others have to go in now. I think the age range is like 18 to 25 or something like that. So they're all going in, and obviously... It sounds so weird when you're like, they're going to war, because, like, the only, like I mean, I don't think South Korea is currently involved with... I read a thing, and it's basically saying that, yes, there is no war going on, but you never really know. So well, yeah, no, like, they're they're in, they're enrolled, so, like, they have to yeah. serve time, I suppose. I just think it's so odd. Like, imagine your favourite <laughs> art is going, having to join the army and leave for five years. Or not even five. They're coming back in 2025, apparently. Are all of them going? Yeah, they're all going. Fair as enough. a group. Yeah, fair enough. Might as well. Might as well. Lads, Might as well. lads stay out. <laughs> lads trip. Lads, lads. Go. lads, lads, lads. Um, but so. yeah, no. What, what did I, I was talking about? Um, the Vogue article about. Well, how do you pronounce the second name? Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Thank you. Yeah. And Olivia Wilde. They used to. They used to be married. Never married. Really? They're engaged. So basically, if you oh, engaged. Caught, if you haven't caught up on our past episodes where we discuss the Harry Olivia situation, I'd say watch those because we're not going to explain everything <laughs> once again. <laughs> But basically, a news article came out and it was basically the nanny that looked after Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's kids came out and basically said there was like a heap of drama going on when Harry Styles came into the picture. And 
Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde, they were together for 10 years. I could be so wrong with that. I'm, I might be thinking yeah. of Alex from Try Guys, that situation. <laughs> but together for like a long time, they're engaged. They had two kids, but they never married. And yeah, so the first article I saw on this was Jason Sudeikis allegedly threw himself under Olivia Wilde's car amid split nanny. It was, um, it was, I was reading the article about it. Apparently the nanny who is unnamed and, um, obviously I think a nanny for Olivia, no, well for their, their shared house or whatever, for whatever one that they have custody in, um, she was cleaning or something, um, or obviously taking care of the kids. And then she went upstairs to find him, um, crying or sobbing. And she, and Jason was like, she left me, she left. And nanny was like, um, Okay. And then apparently Olivia Wilde went to get in her car to like leave. And <laughs> I don't know if it's like true or if it's Vogue having a fun time. But they were like, <laughs> the reason that she was leaving it and that he was upset is because she was leaving with his favorite salad dressing. Apparently it was um, basically, I have the article here, but it Olivia Nora, Wilde. It was Nora Ephron's heartburn book, <laughs> friend of the podcast, Oli- salad dressing. Olivia Wilde was making salad and she used her special salad dressing and she was giving that salad to Harry Styles. So, or the <gasps> salad to Harry Styles. But I have the article here on the Monday morning of November 9th. November 9th? This is a, lasted a whole year. Yeah. Oh, when I came back from a weekend off, Jason was crying a lot, crying and crying. I didn't know what happened at all. The nanny claimed after I got the kids ready, Jason came upstairs and was having some coffee. He was crying and a mess saying she left, she left us. On one occasion, the nanny, whose name was not revealed, said Sudeikis, 47, went outside and lay under her car so she wouldn't leave. She went back into the house and he went in. It was back and forth. He said he was doing it on purpose to make her late going to see Harry. Uh, According to the nanny, Sudeikis was upset after seeing a wild prepare salad, allegedly (laughs) for Styles, with her special dressing in the family's kitchen. For Styles. While Wild 38 has maintained that her relationship relationship with Sudeikis was over long before I met Harry. She told Vanity Fair in October the nanny claimed that the Ted Lasso actor discovered details of Wilde's relationship with Stiles on an Apple watch she left behind while filming Don't Worry Darling that contained messages between the pair. It's just so weird. I the, As much as I do love Harry Stiles is the fact that he's being pushed aside and nobody's discussing the fact that mm. he decided to get into a relationship with someone who is like freshly like still engaged like basically out of their engagement two kids and everything fair enough we don't know the situation but i just think it's still a bit odd how he's being like babied in this everyone's like oh harry's such a baby and everything what was sorry i'm trying to think of what i know jason from he's in ted lasso he's in a lot of like generic yeah no because i uh, recognize i i i were the millers that but i also um mistake his face with your one from the office andy from the office Ed Helms. Ed, Ed Holm, Helms. Helms. I yeah, Helms. I mistake them both. Okay. Um, I was, I was trying to, sorry, I was trying to pinpoint where I noticed him from, but, and then I was tra- also trying to picture the guy who is from Meet the Millers throwing himself under Olivia Wilde's car. Jason Sudeikis also was on SNL, which we talked about last week. He was on Oh, yeah, I think I do recognize him from it. Yeah. Um, Not as, like, much as the others, but I mean, like, who hasn't been on SNL at this stage? Mm-hmm, even as a guest, but, but yeah. Uh, SNL are going to have a good time with that skit. Even though it's been a Can for... they even write about it? They're so biased at this point. No, I mean, but at the same time, like, it's not going to write about anything. I feel like they wouldn't shade a former cast member or something like that. They've done it before. Who have they done? Well, they, almost all the time they do it. Um, They've done it with Pete and 
Kanye and Kim and all them. Oh, yeah, fair enough. They do all of them anytime. Like, they haven't done it with, like, core cast members. Mm -hmm. Like, well, obviously, they've just left, like, Kate McKinnon and all them. They haven't done it to them. But, like, they've done it before. Like, and then they've they've done it to people, and then they've had them on the show. Like, it's really weird. Like, I guess if they do it in, like, the most satirical manner possible. But, like, that's, like, but it's also weird. Like, imagine they did the, like, they did the Try Guys thing. The the weird skit for that. And then imagine a week later, they're like, do you want to come on the show? Yeah. That'd be weird. I don't know. It's just, you'd feel bad for Jason, though, as well. The fact that Harry, it's like, Harry, look. I feel bad for anyone who dates Olivia Wilde. Oh, it's just, like, Harry Styles is such a predominant figure nowadays. Like, you cannot Mm. escape. Even if you don't like Harry Styles, you cannot escape hearing his name, I'd say, like, once a week. And, like, this guy is seen as, like, the perfect symbol by like almost everyone he's seen like like nothing can go wrong that's why I want to prove that he's bald and Jason Sudeikis is like the only one who can really be like (laughs) he has ruined my family basically but yeah and there was even more drama beforehand where Jason Sudeikis served Olivia Wilde with custody papers allegedly like Olivia Wilde was promoting Don't Worry Darling and she got served while on stage oh my god and apparently Olivia Wilde like blasted Jason Sudeikis but then Jason Sudeikis was like I obviously didn't mean for that to happen I can't control when you get served because you can't moment of silence I'm just trying to for Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> I'm, silence for Jason Sudeikis. I'm trying to just like actually imagine to the stage that you have to be put through with Olivia Wilde to just jump under her car. You know what I mean? I find I not like I know Jason Sudeikis because obviously not, but it's just you wouldn't really think he'd do such a thing. I mean, like celebrities have done more whack things. They're also I feel like Americans are so much more like no, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the word? Expressive. I feel like. Yeah, you would not catch you would not catch Johnny O'Donnell dropping under someone's car. No, I feel like I would literally just be like, "Why are you being so cringe? Get up! It's not that dramatic." Like, I f- fair enough if you're gonna stand in front of the car, like bow hands on the bonnet, be like, <laughs> "Don't leave." If you're getting under the car, is so odd. enemy to the podcast. Apparently, Americans. I think every week we have managed to slander them. I mean, last week we had a, a like a decent segment of the podcast where we just slandered British people because of the Queen. Yes. Um, maybe it's just like Irish people. Maybe, no, next week we definitely have to stand out some Irish people because we can't just keep, we can't keep getting away with this. Oh, I think we should also say, just in case Olivia Wilde comes after us, apparently they've both denied the claims and the accusations by the both nanny. Both denied him getting out of the car. It kind of makes sense because... But then why would the nanny... Again, this comes back to the whole like like victim thing. You know, like last week we were talking about Rex and stuff where like, oh, people don't believe the victim. Yeah. Why would she make that up? It's like... But then, like, yeah, it's like, why does she make it up? But then, why would Jason Sudeikis, like a high-profile actor, go under a car while he knows there's going to be people seeing this? Well, like, no one else saw it but the nanny. Yeah. So, like, ob- like all celebrity houses are enclosed. Yeah. So, like, there's no way someone walking by is going to see it. I just find it so dramatic. I don't know. But, like, this, and it also stems back to the thing, like, you don't know these people. Like, yeah, you don't know you how really whack know. they are. It's the same with, like, online personas. Like, and... I mean, I definitely know that Olivia Wilde is whack because if you've seen her... She looks terrifying. I, yeah, like, fair Blue enough. eyes. Yeah, there's, like, that one scene, Don't Worry Darling, where she's, like, hovering over the drinks, and it's, like, that scene got put in, but, like, one of the other characters, like, got all their scenes cut, yeah. which is a bit odd. Which is a bit weird when you're a director directing uh-huh. your own movie and starring in it. Yeah, it's um, a lot. No, but I think it, it is, like, it's, it's so weird the way, like, c- celebrities have this, like, Oh, like I know them. Like Jason Sudeikis would never throw himself in her car. Obviously, he did. Yeah. And I do not think for a, a second that this this nanny made it up because why would she one jeopardize her job? Like obviously she's getting paid very well to be a nanny for them. Mm-hmm. And two, 
why would you also like this is such a weird thing to make up and over salad dressing yeah like I'm I guess that's just like a big thing for Jason Sudeikis like <laughs> the yeah. salad dressing so people have that thing where it's like oh once they do this that's how you know it's over and I guess the salad dressing was Jason Sudeikis's um ultimatum yeah <laughs> oh bless him though I don't know I feel really bad for him but at um, the same time no not really um, well I feel bad for him but also why would you date Olivia Wilde I guess it's probably before she was crazy it's also the same thing with the kids the kids are gonna grow up and how many are there see Two. Two. They're fairly young, I think, and yeah. they're going to grow up and they're going to see, see a news article about. <laughs> my dad, like, went under the car to stop my mother from leaving to go hang out with. <laughs> How romantic. The absolute, like, worldwide pop star Harry Styles. What's the age gap there again? Harry Styles and Olivia yeah. Wilde. Olivia Wilde is 38, Harry Styles is 28. Yeah, so 10 years. So, just for the record, I do have a closer age gap to Harry Styles and then, but. You should, you should email them that. I might email Harry Styles and be like, Being hey. like, look, I don't know about you, but I think your chances are better here. I'm a second year. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. I'm, so. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> second year in UCD. I'm a, what a good what call. What a great segue. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I just wanted to say, well, because I'm going to play, Um, I, how do I phrase go this Go into your rant. I literally woke up this morning, because I was going to originally set an alarm for yeah. five o'clock in the morning just yeah. to listen to the new Taylor Swift album, just because Anna Del Rey was on it. Mm. Woke up this morning, listened to the song while in the shower, and I was like, wait a second, this song isn't 100% Lana Del Rey singing. I think everyone was kind of prepared for that, though, because apparently Taylor's features, I don't know, maybe it's not Taylor's features. It's more so Lana's features, because whenever Lana's featured in a song, it's either her she's producing it. Yeah, or she's, like, or, just in the background. Yeah, either, like, st- like Starboy her. interlude, like, it's literally, oh, like, so it's literally, like, a minute-long song. Yeah. Or, like, um, she's literally just wafting away in the back. But, like, it's still... Like, I still recognized it as something that sounds like it's being produced and or starring you Lana. You would 100% know Lana. You definitely, like, and I, and I, like, both their voices kind of seem similar, but, like, I guess Lana kind of has that angst. And then I love it, Taylor yeah. kind of has that, like, mm, autumn leaves. Yeah, I'm quite happy for it, about it, but I also was waiting for, like, her verse to come in. No, yeah. I mean, like, I, I feel like I could, like, listen to it over and over again, like, we will come to love it. Like, the same thing happened when, yeah. like, Planet Her came out. Doja Cat's my favorite artist. And when Planet Her came out, I just listened to the album, like, four times until yeah, I fell in love with the song. song yeah. But, like, um, no, I was just... I guess because I'm a more of a Lana fan than than a Taylor fan. Like, if the same thing had happened with, like, another artist's album, which I wasn't the biggest fan of, I'd have been like, I don't care. Mm. But, no. And that's it's why... It's just going to take a few lessons, I think. And that's why I have chosen... Lana Del Rey. I, we can we can still play Snow on the what is it Snow on Snow on the beach Snow on the beach. Um, I can play it after, but I am going to play Lana Del Rey's song because I am upset and I and she needs her moment. And she's also sorry. Yeah, she's also listening right now. <laughs> I didn't want to just go to the song because I only remember this. She's been in the news late recently, like recently enough because people are coming for her because she's like quote unquote let go. Like of herself, her body image, and all that. Lana Del Rey. Yeah. And I feel so really upsetting. bad because like people were only ever. It was so... You know all those edits of Lana Del Rey where it's always like... It's always her when she was like 10 years younger. And, and she, she was like like, like the ideal body, body and so skinny. And it's like, oh, she's and so like smoking on a on a balcony aesthetic. And then like, she got like kind of chubby, which is literally fine. Like she's she allowed to live... And she just yeah, gained she's weight. Aged, she's fine. allowed to live her life. And then people were like, um, anyway... No, no, like even the Lana fans will still just not post pictures of her no. now, and I just don't see why. It's just, why. it's just so, it's fake, because like if this had a, like, like if it happened to Taylor, 
people pro- actually would people do the same thing? I feel like they probably would. It even contradicts because even in Young and Beautiful, one of the lyrics is "Will you still love me when yeah. I'm no longer young and beautiful?" And it's just like her fans just I don't know. Some of them there's like a certain group within that fandom that just will not post her now just because she's not like the ideal like coquette girl she was like 10 years ago yeah i mean i i still like a call back to last week is on like i don't understand obsessed fans no. i don't think i could ever they tried to change them again like i like i'm a huge judge cat fan i'm at, like her point 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 five percent but like i'm not i don't have like have a separate twitter account for her yeah. taking pictures of her like spotted at a walmart yeah posting it like like the one that you saw me where it was just like harry at a concert yeah there's this account called harry's florals and basically if you're like a deep Harry fan or whatever you can follow it and it's basically just it gives updates it's like oh Harry's new outfit for Madison Square Garden whatever or not he's doing or like oh new promo for Harry Styles' new film and everything and I love it it's great like Britney Broski do you know her yeah she <laughs> did you just her. ask me if I knew who Britney Broski was some people was. don't like some people I, have never I know seen who her face. you've seen my for you page yeah we send each other the exact same stuff but yeah she follows and everything like great and then um but sometimes they just post like they will post 15,000 like concert videos being like Harry Styles singing cinema Harry Styles singing this Harry Styles pointing to a fan and then if he's in a coffee shop and people take videos of him it's like Harry Styles petting literally one of the newest article or not articles posts Harry Styles petting a fan's dog and then the next post a different angle of Harry Styles petting the <laughs> fan's dog and I was like this is a bit like no it's it's creepy I think I unfollowed them after I don't know because I it's, do like to keep up it mainly like, comes up with people who are like it's either like those people who kind of like hit puberty during the pandemic that made them just chronically online yeah. or just generally chronically online people who like if I'm pretty sure if they saw Harry they wouldn't interact with him at all no. but it's the fact that they can like socially interact with him that they're like oh I'm perfectly fine with this I just don't know how this person I don't know who they are but that has to be a full time thing like you are posting every single day you're posting like five updates a day mm. I just I don't understand. like you have to screen record edit them all this stuff I just can don't we know get Brittany Broski in the podcast she actually has a podcast yeah ha- and I listen to it it's so good um I don't know who she, she does she do with specific people or uh, is it her it, is it her podcast her and Sarah Shower, I think her second name is Shower Shower. But uh, yeah, it's her cousin, I think. Um, but they do a podcast together, and it's really good. I like them both. Um, sorry. After I've just mentioned it, I do. I actually, I'm gonna play Starboy Interlude now. Okay. I'm gonna play it instead of. Oh, well, I was gonna do Doing Time and then Snow on a Beach, okay. but now I'm gonna do Starboy Interlude into Doing Time, and at the end we can play Snow on a Beach. Okay, I think that's pretty good. Um, we'll but see you guys, how Sean's DJ skills come out now. right? I feel like I'm in a club right now. You got no. You guys need wait for the my like our week to just talk about whatever we want. Yeah, and you're gonna when hear no drama. Wait. And you're gonna hear and you're gonna hear our music taste. But um, I hope you. Yo, Taylor. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Okay, so we are back. And um, guys, leave a like, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed that. <laughs> if you enjoy I, snow on the beach, guys. We were just talking about. I, I actually think it, it'll it'll grow. On I me. love it. Yeah, I think it's really good. And then I think after a few listens, I'll end up liking it because I listened to the entire album this morning, and I only. Oh my like, god, really? Yeah. And I the know. entire the Arctic Monkeys album <laughs> yeah. as well. Uh, Taylor, while I was getting ready, and then Arctic Monkeys was kind of on the way to college, but. I like Taylor's thing. I only like four songs from it though now. Like I think it's Midnight Rain and there's like a person talking in the start and like scared the show me. Is there morning. any like the Taylor fans are going to come for me? No, I mean like obviously there's bops but like sue me. I like Taylor's old music. Okay. Like I want like a shake it off. 
is there like a shake oh, it off? I think she's kind of past that. Yeah. Like, obviously, and like you, yeah, you mean you can theme. be your you can be in your new eras, and I get it. But I feel like there's just a certain theme to this album that yeah. shake it any sort of shake it off variant would not. Fall <laughs> this album. I don't think so. It goes to it. it goes straight from Snow to Beach into Shake It Off. I do like Karma. Karma is good, and then I think it's Lavender Bliss or something. I could be it's Lavender or something, and that's apparently the one she co-wrote with Joe Alwyn. Um, her BF. But I feel like she's Lavender just. Haze, I feel sorry. like she's just milling out these albums. I know. Like it's amazing. We had Red this time last year. I know. As I was gonna say, like I feel like they're just coming out like so quickly. I, like tour. some artists take like so long to and like yeah, like you can take your own time in doing them. And like I guess she's like she's probably had a lot of this music lined up because obviously she has been um you know cut off by contractors and blah blah blah, yeah. blah not ma- able to make her own music. So obviously she's probably had a lot of this like lined up so that's why but yeah no fair play to her for just like pumping out the music oh it's so good but yeah so basically during the break um i found because we said that olivia wilde and jason sterekis like denied the accusations from the nanny and i actually found what she said so it reads as parents it is incredibly upsetting to learn that a former nanny of our two young children would choose to make such false and scurrilous scurrilous accusations about us publicly her now 18-month-long month, 18 campaign of harassing us, as well as loved ones, close friends and colleagues, has reached its unfortunate apex. They concluded, we will continue to focus on raising and protecting our children with the sincere hope that she will now choose to leave our family alone. So, what is this? <laughs> the, complete, the complete horseshit idea that I left Jason for Harry is completely inaccurate. That's what she said to Vanity Fair. But she did, didn't she? She, well, or is she saying that like she didn't specifically leave Jason just for Harry, or like it's basically her and Jason were finishing up, and then that's when she met Harry. But she did. Apparently, it was long Sorry, over. Olivia. Apparently, it was long over between her and Jason before. Harry I don't know if this has been not made abundantly clear, but enemy to the podcast, Olivia Wilde. I am not a fan of hers. The fact that she said horseshit is so funny. The fact to that me. she wanted to hire Shia LaBeouf that should be a red flag in and itself. Our our relationship was over long before I met Harry. Like, any relationship that ends, it doesn't end overnight. Unfortunately, Jason and I had a very bumpy road and we officially dissolved the relationship towards the beginning of the pandemic. Interesting. How do you, how did she meet, how do they meet? Through Don't Worry Darling. Like, they met really? on set, basically. But, like, she obviously had to hire him because she's the director. Because Shia LaBeouf has but allegations. Like, Still, like that seems seems weird to me. Like, like they okay. So like they met through Don't Worry Darling, yeah. but she's the director, so she would have had to cast him mm. or like maybe some publicity team. But like she still had a say in it, and then they dated. It's yeah. a bit weird to me. The pandemic though, that's crazy because I know they filmed during the pandemic because there was like the behind the scenes photos and they had the masks on and mm. everything. So yeah, so that basically ends the. Harry, Olivia, Jason, hopefully, completely. I mean, Harry will I'm always, sick of this. will probably never not be on the podcast. He's always just, he's always meddling he's always in something. He's doing something, meddling kids, yeah. We all would have gotten away from it if it wasn't for Harry meddling. Like, he just always seems to be at the, like, the always, root of everything. He's always doing something. He has never rested since 1D broke up. <laughs> and he probably him lay down. <laughs> Theory podcast now. Harry Styles broke up 1D and has been causing ruckus ever since. I saw a video and it was like, it was just, I can't remember what it was from, but it was just Harry Styles laying down on his couch watching TV. And the comments are like, oh my God, he looks so real. 
As a, like, as if he's not a real person. I mean, fair enough. Like, he's just doing a normal thing. We haven't seen him do a normal thing since, like, 2016. So. <laughs> what do you consider a normal thing? And like, like, Tumblr, Harry? Like, Tumblr, One Direction? Speaking of One Direction, apparently Louis Tomlinson took one-fourth of One Direction out of his bio because he's fully, he's finally comprehended that One Direction is not coming back. <laughs> which is very, like, ooh. Wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't it? Um, oh, my God. I, every time I think of One Direction, I still think of Liam. The interviews with Liam. <sighs> I forgot about him. Um, oh my He's god! He's like the Ned Fulmer of Wonder Actually. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just, I mean, it all started with um, Zayn when Zayn was like, "I'm out, I'm gone, it's not happening anymore." And then they continued on for like a year. Yeah. And then I don't know what broke them up. I guess. It, oh, management and like um, the way they were being treated, a hundred percent. But also probably with the way they treated each other. I mean, I yeah. feel like it was just like I feel like Niall, Harry, and Louis were fine. They all probably liked each other, and then. Liam was just there. When Liam did the Logan Paul podcast oh and he said one of them shoved him up against the wall. And he was like, you you put those hands on me again, you'd be a there's fair a chance to like, <laughs> never use, use them, them again. again. But there's no, it wasn't Niall. I feel like it, I feel like it could have been Harry. Niall also seems to be like kind of a dickhead. Like when you see him at eight side of like... Niall Horn? Yeah. yeah. Um, The one... Um, clip I saw of him. He was like eating at a restaurant or something. That's funny though, because there's this woman just coming up to him. And yeah, but the like, woman just came up. Aren't you famous? And then he was like, "Oh my god, he seemed really snobby in it." Oh, but it's because oh, I don't know. I feel like it's just because some woman's just like it's the fact that she doesn't know who she is and she's like, "Aren't you famous?" Like, but like if you were like a mother and your daughter was going crazy over someone and you like if I told my like okay my mom knows who Nal Horan is that's yeah. a probably a poor example. Isn't every Irish but I, if I was like but I was, I was like mom. You're at like the step in right now, yeah. and there is Doja Cat is there. You need to like go and say hi to her. I'm almost like, hi, sorry, are you Doja Cat? Because my son loves you. Are you like famous or something? She'd be like, what in the actual fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's probably dealt with that so much. Like, I think they're even... all, I think they're all whack in their own way. Like, I don't yeah. know what Zayn or Louis are doing now. Louis doing tour. Apparently, he's like. Does he have his own music? Yeah, he's doing um a tour and he's making it like really affordable, which kind of shades like Harry oh. Styles and everything because obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Harry is extortionate, as I would know. So. It's like when we were talking about like you don't exactly go to a Harry Styles concert or a Harry Styles meet and greet and hand him the money exclusively. Yeah, that's the same thing with Matt Healy being like you wouldn't hand Matt Harry Styles like your actual cash yeah. or anything. So that's just odd. Yeah, speaking of Matt Healy. New album, Soleil's. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about him. I can't. New chip shot date. Yeah, the chip shop date with Amelia is. Or the chip shop? Chicken shop date with Amelia. Chip is, shot? No, chicken shop? Chicken oh. shop. It is so good. I'm obsessed with it. But I just. She looks stunning. He kind of scares me with the sideburns. I don't know if I'm a fan. That's what I was, saying, like I was saying this morning. I was like, I would not like to see him from the pine Apparently, because, like, all of his hair is just at the back of his head and he looks. Apparently he's like really problematic. Like even this he looks week, problematic. I think you sent it to me. Yeah. And it was um basically he was doing a meet and greet or no he was doing a record signing thing, and uh, he asked the fan's name and she was like Dervla and he's like what and he like <laughs> he's like that sounds like something you shovel gravel with, and then articles were written being like. Matty Healy like slates this Irish fan, but the girl was laughing and I'm yeah. kind of like it's just a joke. Really. I kind of feel like it's it's because news articles don't have like as much to do after the pandemic. So, like, they're waiting for something to, like, prey on. Like, that's not me saying that they should get away with half the stuff they do. Yeah. But, like, I feel like if Freddie Mercury had to come up to me and slap me in the face, I'd have been like, 
I'm fine with I would, it. I would say thank you. I'd be like, thank you, Freddie. And then Freddy. no one would report about it. People would be like, lucky kid gets slapped by Freddie Mercury. Lucky kid. <laughs> Whereas, like, if I was walking down the street and Maddie Healy hit me with his car, I don't, well, like, I guess that's probably a different example. But if Maddie Healy was like, what's a father? Have you ever watched uh, Benidorm? No. His parent, or his parent, his dad is in Benidorm. Who, Maddie Healy's? Yeah, which, I, if you watch Benidorm, it might shock some people. Because apparently he has, like, famous parents or something like that. I is he one of those artists who like didn't like grew up rich and didn't actually like? <gasps> yeah, but he's yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to defend him because I don't know much. I haven't read into problematic thing. But favorite song from the album about you is I was playing it in the car this morning. It's so good. Honestly, all the all the music kind of just blended into one. Yeah. The Arctic Monkeys album, though, to be fair, did sound pretty. The first song on it, the first, the James, James Bond. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> the James Bond themed. It's not actually for James Bond, but it's like a theme. It was like. Dun, I have this dun. weird obsession with James Bond songs. Like, I. You know the way, like, mums go crazy over, like, the Christmas ads? Like, what is it? It's the what the Christmas ad every year that repeats. Oh, there's so many. No, but it's the one that everyone waits for. It's like the. Oh my god, I can't think of it. Anyway, the Christmas ad that everyone waits for every year. Um, it's it'll not come Coca-Cola, to me. Coca-Cola, is it? No, it's like the one that last year I is had it like Irish. Yeah, last year I had like the dog ice skating. There was one with the man on the moon. Oh, not, someone's not John Lewis. Not that it is. Movie. Yeah, that's Mo- not Irish. That's is it British. not? Sorry. Well, no, but like Irish mums. Yeah. Like people eat it up like every year. Yeah, Mom like waits like for that to happen. I wait for James Bond songs because ever since Skyfall. Yeah. Mm. Skyfall and then Sam writing Smith on the wall. Yeah, and then Billie Eilish. No time um, to die. There's a new one that's coming out, isn't there? I don't. I don't. Oh no, because there's the whole controversy. Yeah, there was the whole controversy. People were like, "I don't want a woman as James Bond. I don't want Idris Elba as James Bond." I was like, "I don't care who yeah. plays James Bond. I just want the song." If it's Henry song. Cavill, I will start crying. I don't like no, Henry Cavill. No, Hex. Oh, oh no, he wasn't in. The, he, I was mistaken with Mission Impossible. I don't like Henry Cavill. He creeps. He's really? Scared. He scares me. How does he scare I don't you? Know what it is. is it the CGI mustache? I like Henry Cavill he and he's like always a really decent lad, he's yeah. a, oh my god the interview where they were like oh don't you play a oh my god what was it they were like don't you play a blah blah blah, blah in this movie and he was like where did you get your information Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> you just joke I know what you're and talking then he, about and then he talks he's like yeah he's like that, oh my god yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed I've seen with that it. I can't remember the context at all but I remember seeing it oh my god <laughs> I, feral for Henry Cavill I love him so much <laughs> A friend of the podcast, Henry Cavill. I love him. The I think ghost. his reputation was somewhat tarnished when he played Superman. It's kind of being redeemed. Can you, are you okay? <laughs> the ghost of Freddie Mercury just kind of slapped me after the interview. You said. Are you okay after me mentioning an interview with Henry Cavill? I shouldn't have coughed straight into the <laughs> Yeah, and then, yeah, the last thing we were going to talk about is the fact that Liz Truss has resigned. No, no. After I, we should days. No, no. You should have phrased it differently. It's not that she resigned. It's that a cabbage outlived her. And Jedward, we've been informed that Jedward yeah, outlived them, which is Jedward had Jedward had what longer time on the X Factor? Than they they, than they were in the X Factor longer than Liz Truss was a prime minister. I kind of feel like I see like you know there's like sad edits on TikTok. I get like those, but it's like Liz Truss. I'm like, oh, I feel bad. And I'm like, actually, no, I don't. I she's a horrible person. Yeah, no, no, so I, I, I don't like feel bad at I like all. take like a second look at it. I'm like, no, actually, I don't. She's at horrible. The start, uh, like when I heard nothing about her, I was like, oh my god, female prime minister. Yeah, that's, that's what like that's this is great. And then it's like when I it's like when I watched The Crown and I was watching um, what's her face Gillian play Anderson yeah play Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher yeah, and then like obviously because it's media, it's TV. They were like there was like scenes where she's be- obviously being 
like looked down upon because she's a woman. I was like, oh, I was like, Sean, that's literally Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, don't you was dare. It the Iron Woman or something like that. Well, no, that was the Iron Lady. Was the Iron um lady. was the one that well, that's what she was called, but also the movie with Meryl Streep, which she won an Oscar for. Friend of the podcast, Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep. Yeah, she played <gasps> Margaret Thatcher. I did not know that. in the movie <gasps> Iron Lady. Won an oh. Oscar. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I was, yeah, I know it. Oh my god. Um, and the new season of The Crown is coming out soon. I'm so November nine. Can they 9th? stop? Casting attractive people as Prince Charles. I think that's just <laughs> no. not fair. What's his name from Peaky Blinders? Who played him in season four? I Josh O'Connor. We'll go yeah. feral for him. Because I was like, James James Charles. <laughs> Prince Charles. James Charles is playing Prince Charles in season <laughs> He's four. He's such a horrible person. Both are such a horrible people. They casted the guy who apparently had an affair with, not Lily Allen, Lily James. Don't you dare bring Lily Allen to this. Friend to the... Lover, lover to the podcast, Lily Allen. Lily Allen re- a while ago said that she would go on tour again, and I haven't been the Does same person come since. Does she want to go on tour to this podcast? Does she want to? Can we play a Lily Allen song to go out? Which one? S- Smile or London? Well, like, see, all of her songs are for like, cause like, I can't. You know, when you're younger, you listen to a Lily Allen song, you're like, I like this music, and you grow up and you listen to it, you're like, oh, this is about people like, yeah, doing London. stuff in a bedroom. London. You're like, like oh, I can play her yeah. ver- cover of Mr. Blue Sky. I love that cover so much. Have you not heard it? I don't think so. Oh my god, it's so good. I love it so much. Lily Allen, please come on tour. I will love it. Come on tour and then make a pit stop here. Make a pit stop here. And and then (laughs) I have to mention it because it's always a culture shock to me. She is married to, what's his name? David Harbour. David Harbour. Hopper from fucking Uh Stranger Things. That is the weirdest thing to me. I kind of love it though. They seem perfect for each other. Oh no, yeah. Like, have you seen them together? Lily Allen has uh, kids and David isn't on their stepfather, so. I love them. Let me look it up. Let me look up, um... Mr. Blue Sky. The laptop sounds in the background. Is it? Is it like? Oh wait, you know the videos of the like. Is it giving aesthetic? It is. I love that kind of keyboard. I was actually gonna spend like four euro on a on keyboard, a on a bad keyboard. But my laptop is on like death's door, so I don't know. Your laptop needs to be oiled. Yeah, and the battery. Like I won't like go on it, and the battery will go down like six percent <laughs> for the day. So um, that's great. But yeah, that has been the podcast for this week. Um, we have a lot of. Emma should be happy because Emma's like, I need to get through all my topics. And I know. You should be I happy because we make, got through all your topics. I did have to make. The only thing we didn't talk about was the Van Gogh thing, but I feel like. I, kind of the only thing I could say about that is that she did it and then she made an apology video explaining and the whole thing. Did you see it? it was, she was exposed for actually being an heir to an oil company. <laughs> and oh, I could go into her. I'm going to go <gasps> no, into it for a minute. Open it. Wait, <laughs> heir to an oil company. So they did a bad activism act. Because if they had done a good activism act, it actually would have helped against reducing oil. Yeah. But they did a bad one so that people will be talking as if they're against it, being like they shouldn't have done that. Yeah. So they're basically doing Wow, what they propaganda, to do. publicity, it's crazy. That's my rant over for that one. Anyway. Um, but here you guys go. Here's Mr. Blue Sky by Lily Allen because it's the better version. Um, but thank you so much for listening. We'll and we'll be back week. next week. Bye. I am a fighter and not a quitter. I am, that I am resigning. <laughs>